Ho, 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 and happy holidays from Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Christmas or winter solstice? Christmas Eve or Christmas? And Jesus' birth or pagan recycling? Stick around to find our, our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. I'm Dane. I'm Ryan. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Nonsense. This week we do have two special guests with us, friends of the show. We have Dane and Ryan, as you heard in the intro. So why don't we get to know a little bit about everyone and uh, give a fun fact about ourselves. Uh, Jake, what's a fun fact about yourself? Uh, Not holiday related. Um, I have had... um the following surgeries on my person i've had uh my tonsils removed i've had a uh appendectomy i've had wisdom teeth removed and i've also had rhino and septoplasty and that is my fun fact thank you uh, for uh, tuning uh, in uh, oh, wait. oh 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 i've got i've had and i've had a vasectomy yeah yeah <laughs> I think that's it. I might have had. I think that's it. Yeah. Wow. Only taking out the bad parts. <laughs> yeah. What other body yeah, parts yeah. got chopped off? Uh, toes. No, I have all my toes, fingers, and ears. Uh, did no. I think that's it. Beautiful. Yep. Well done, Matt. Dane. Fun fact. Oh no. Let's or... let's, let's go to our, let's go with our, let's go to our guests. Sure. Hello. Fun fact Dane, about me. Tell us a fun um, fact. I've visited six prisons in the past 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> no context. Give us zero no, context. Yep, no, no, zero context. <laughs> There's no context to that. No. Uh, there'll be no backstory and no explanations. Yeah. People are like, he's hard as fuck. Dane's an, Dane is an alias, by the way. That's not his real name. Dane's a branded man. Okay, yeah. He just threw he a just blood sign. Oh, my God. <laughs> seamless. It has been a while since we've seen you. I was going to ask about those face tattoos, but I guess that uh, really ties it together. Yeah. Yeah. How many teardrops are you up to? The video is a little fuzzy. <laughs> Six. <laughs> this is the line. All right. No, point. but feel free. Give us give us some context. Uh, context is I work for the Department of Corrections and have visited various prisons during my tenure there. Have they all been in uh your state or have they been out of state also they have all been in oregon interesting how many are there in oregon 13 all right yeah actually there might be one what's the best one yeah let's get a rundown like what what is your what is your favorite do you have favorites my favorite that i've been to um right now the one that i'm in charge of is one of my favorites so south fork forest camp um, it is literally a camp in the woods. It's great. It's been in the news a lot can, lately. 
Can you can you uh, say that on uh, on air? Or do you want us to? Don't, bleak don't go. No. Oh, I, don't I see. Uh, if they want to come find right. me, good luck. Yo, he he runs it. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> he owns that shit. He runs. <laughs> um, like Columbia River, Columbia River Correctional Facility. That place has been chill as hell. And then, uh, I don't know, a special place in my heart for Coffee Creek because I spent so long there. That place. Was yeah, you were. You, how long were you there? Ten years. Man, you did a long stint at Coffee Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> long st- <laughs> yeah, you spent a long time at the women's prison. <laughs> yes. Um, you served a dime at Coffee and Creek. Then I've just like done <laughs> tours and done trainings at other facilities. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question. Is the the you you've done trainings there? Like for what other what other reasons are there to visit like on from like from a professional standpoint? Why would you visit uh, other prisons just to see like what they're doing, how they're doing it? Yeah, and to like shoot the shit with other managers. So, uh I spent a, almost a week at OSCI helping do all sorts of stuff projects for them because they were way behind hmm. on stuff and they're like we need a manager to go do this I'm like well nice my facility is caught up i can go down there and it saved me from it, driving uh, to water creek which is I'm, awful i'm looking and you cannot leave google reviews for prisons hilarious <laughs> yelp reviews <laughs> well to all of our listeners yelp. if you find yourself in the uh, odj <laughs> sure to reference this episode first before you go and then try to put your bid in you know when they when they say like <laughs> i created an account just so i could leave a negative review it's like i got arrested and sentenced and created an account well, there, just like sometimes you'll review. see like natural features that and then they have google reviews and like people give it like one star or whatever it's like come on like it's part of nature like how can you give it one you know or even rate it, it this it waterfall was, was bullshit <laughs> So I figured uh, maybe prisons would have rating systems, but you hear uh, that, Google? they have Come one on. for Yelp. Oh, there's Yelp. there's Yelp reviews for Yep. All about prison <laughs> food. Ryan, what uh what Ryan. fun fact you got for us? I am a big fan of analog games, which you all know. And if uh, mm-hmm. people listening don't know what an analog game is, it's any kind of board game, miniatures game, tabletop game, any kind of game where you gotta look your opponent in the eye uh to actually play it. Ooh, I like that. Look your opponent in the <laughs> eye. Wait, so what's your what what I know you, you have a a wide variety. We've talked a little bit about board games. I've got a handful, but I'm I, I feel like I'm in a I'm playing in a, a lesser league than you. You've got a lot. Actually, Dane, you've got a lot too, probably. Um, but what what do you uh what's your favorite right now? My favorite board game? Yeah, okay. yeah, analog yeah, game. My favorite board game is the uh, the Clank series. The I Clank really like series? Clank, yeah. Uh, big fan, Clank by Renegade Games. Uh, it's a dungeon-crawling deck builder where you're trying to go into a dungeon to steal treasure from a dragon, uh, and there's a noise mechanic to it. Uh, really oh, fun. Nice. Uh, good player player interaction, beautiful maps, fun cards, deals a lot of fantasy tropes, making fun of them. Um, I like that. Yeah. There's a sci-fi one, which is also quite good called clank in space does that how does that stack up with munchkin uh you know i'll be honest never played munchkin oh interesting okay i I have it i I, i've played it a number of times but it was a long time ago so i think i have a copy somewhere around yeah Uh, i have a copy of munchkin but i've never played it either 
Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's probably a little less serious than Clank based on my oh, Clank is not serious at all. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe they're very similar. They like have similar. I think it's just like a nod to the sort of D and D level uh, gaming. Uh, something. Speaking of games. Speaking of analog games. Uh, it was my eldest son's birthday uh, yesterday, and he got he's his friends at school are getting into Pokemon. And, and I was like, all right, let's go. And well, actually, no, I wasn't. Anna, Anna did a, uh, went out and got him a starter deck. And we, we learned how to play that today. And it was pretty fun. It's like magic light, but you know, it was fun. Card game. I, I thought you don't really play magic anymore. I thought you, or wait, did you say magic or Pokemon? Uh, it's, it's Pokemon is what he's oh, getting magic into. Light. Yeah. Magic uh, light. Yeah. You don't really play Pokemon anymore though, right? Don't you just collect them? I mean, you can't like, I think it's still intended to play. I think there's certainly people that collect them for dollars and cents, but there's a, there's a big Pokemon scene in the Portland area. Kids yeah. are still playing Pokemon. Like Ace has a ton yeah. of cards and he even oh, does he? all the time. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, this isn't <laughs> Tell your kids competitive Pokemon, Pokemon is not fun. Pokemon go to fun. the polls <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is he Dane? Is he, um, is he, playing any other games that are a little more advanced that would would uh tickle your interest oh we just started doing D. &D. i've been no way dming him just kind of one-on-one which is drinking and driving drinking and driving let's go dining and dancing that's good (laughs) (laughs) i haven't played that game in a long time And, and ryan you also you you compete in tournaments and things Right, we were just talking about you're going to Vegas in January for. Yep, I'm going to be playing in the Las Vegas Open uh, 40k champs, taking my Chaos Knights. So, nice, and you've been like, doing that for a while. Skull Throne, all of that stuff. And and it should also be noted that speaking of of that game, um, Dane and Ryan, you both do a, a fair bit of painting, right? Uh, yeah, Dane, do you still do? Did you still paint, or do you, do you you don't have as much time for it? I bet. It's been a while, but I've got stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it's been a while. Um, <clears throat> there's. I feel like the last like three or four times that we uh, have all been on the call talking, uh, half the time Ryan has a paintbrush in his mouth. Um, half the time, it's the whole time. <laughs> I, it's the whole time. It's all. I just wanted to give him the benefit of the. <laughs> Sometimes the model, the paintbrush is on a model. It's not always in my mouth. Sometimes, but you got to hone the brush with your mouth, and it's. It's no, for thing. sure. Well, but even when you're painting one, you've got one. You've got one in the chamber. Oh, if I'm doing two brush blending. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a style of painting where you need to have a brush that's always in your mouth. That's cool. I I, I love that. I I like when you guys post stuff uh, on the internet's because I I get to sort of marvel at it, and I don't have the patience for that. Um, I'm I'm too twitchy. I think. Uh, Anyway, we're, I guess we're off track. Who's who's next on on fun facts? This is the, Matthew, this is the uh, longest uh, fun, fun fact. fact about yourself. My uh my fun fact is going to be quite short and holiday themed. Uh, but I legitimately wake up every single Christmas morning and hope to open up the curtains to see a white Christmas. And more often than not, I'm just fucking disappointed. I don't know why you would even hope for it at this point. Like, good on it's you. Happened. But it happened. It happens. <laughs> Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. twice in our entire lives. 
Yeah. When are you talking about frost? <laughs> it's 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 more white when it like when it actually frosts. It's more white than it is when it snows because then it turns Look, to mud. If you believe the magic is real. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm out of line. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we can probably. That's it. Brandon, yeah, Brandon. What, what's your fun fact, Brandon? <laughs> Uh, fun fact. Uh, I'll do a, a, a Christmas themed one. I uh, I'm a fan of fruit cake. Is my fun fact. I know a lot of people don't like it, and I do like it. Fruit cake's good. <laughs> how do we feel about how do we feel about stolen? Which is like kind the of like fruit cake. Yeah, it's you're like, gonna have to explain like, more. Uh. uh it's a German traditional holiday cake that's got dried fruit in it and I think walnuts. Um, but so it's no, but it's not it's not as it, Yeah, but you say it in German and then it's different. <laughs> no, it is different because it's it's covered in an, an egg wash and uh and like confectioner sugar and um it's I think it's only a fruit. It's not many fruits. No, that's gross. It looks Still like saying, a, yeah. it looks like uh like a, a dog shit that's been sitting out in the rain for a couple days. Like it's just white. <laughs> yeah, it's but got it like looks, the, it's, the stringy it's mold all over it. Okay, well, I <laughs> guess this isn't the right audience. Um I have not had that. Oh, it's delicious. It doesn't taste anything like dog shit that's been sitting <laughs> out in the rain growing that stringy mold. Well this also, says it's to our contingency. Your food fucking sucks. This says it's fruit bread, not fruit cake. So yeah, it looks like bread. Is it? Is it not sweet? Or it's? Uh, I would say that it, it's and it's got confectioner sugar uh, on top. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's an enriched sweet. dough, so it's probably got more brioche quality than it has, uh, hmm. like heart like like hearty bread quality. But it's I I wouldn't yeah you're right it's not cake it's more bread. I think we're splitting hairs on this one. Can a diabetic eat say. it? It's fun to it's <laughs> fun to say. Stolen. Ooh, so Can good. they? Yes. Should they? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot that people can do. I just got to stick myself before I get some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jake, get over here and give me a good one. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, why don't we all? Uh, Take our insulin shots. Take a quick little break. Welcome back. If you'd like your question, <laughs> comment, or Christmas list possibly read on the show, drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. Our first question comes to us from Jessica. Jessica writes, Hi, guys. My brother-in-law is very successful and often likes to show off his success in a way that feels like he's rubbing it in my husband and I's faces. By that, I mean he goes way over the top on gifts to both us and our kids. My husband and I have decent jobs and aren't destitute in any way and are able to provide our children comfortable lives, but we don't have the type of living that affords us the ability to return the gifts he gives in kind. I know it sounds like first world problems to complain about this, but he has bought us trips, expensive sports and concert tickets, fancy hotel stays and things like that. I am appreciative, but feel like it is too much. How would you deal with this or am I overreacting? Thanks. Hmm. Dude, talk to your sibling. Like, 
tell your sibling this is too much and tell them to restrain yeah. themselves. Yo, Dane coming in with the hard truths. Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh, communicate. Use Do it the at word. the dinner table on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving, so it's, it's before the Christmas. No, as people are opening gifts. It's always tough because you never know what, like, the heart. Some Sometimes people just like to, to be giving. And I, I don't know. Well, we did, just, you know, we did, we did talk about love languages a couple of weeks ago, and one of them is gift giving, right? Or, or mm-hmm. gift some something something like object giving related, and so it could be just a way in which um, someone gets satisfaction for their own jollies. The, the the bit about you know making it seem like it's in some way vindictive, like that's kind of fucked up. And in that case, take the Dane route and use the whatever shared language you have, uh, if it's English or Spanish or, you know, whatever language you use and just talk to each other like adults. Um, well, it's also uh, does he does your does your brother in law have kids is like he's he trying to compensate for the fact that he doesn't have his own kids to spoil or something along those lines. That's interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, Ryan, I what do you think? advantage. You should. Be obnoxious. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Start start asking him for things. Yeah, be like, I don't want to be a burden, but I'd really like to like, see the Raiders play in their new stadium. Like to test his uh, <laughs> test his generosity. See how far yeah. he's willing to go. <laughs> iPhone thirteen. We were really looking forward to working to be an iPhone fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a fourteen. It says fourteen on it. So <laughs> yeah, you had anything. Pro Max, school, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, what, but say, be, uh, say you. Um, say, yeah. Who? Me? <laughs> um, I was going to say Ryan. What, what, say you, what say you, Ryan? Yeah. I If they want to give, be appreciative and take. It doesn't hurt anything. They're not hurting anyone by giving, and they're not expecting anything in return. Unless they're like, oh, thanks for the popcorn balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe... Maybe there needs to be a conversation, but as long as they're happy with the popcorn balls you gave for Christmas when they gave you tickets to see the Seahawks, uh, cool. Have, have fun. Chili of the Month Club. <laughs> I mean, if it is something that you are uncomfortable with, you know, you can set boundaries. You could do a thing where you, you know, you can say, okay, this year we're not doing gifts. We're only, you know, whatever. Uh, doing handmade things or something like that. Unless um, it's a gift receipt. Always be sure you have <laughs> give, give me a gift with a gift receipt. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, just remember that, you know, update your <clears throat> eBay login and fucking hawk that shit. Um, you know, also something that uh, we remind our six-year-old about frequently is that you have control of yourself and other people have control of themselves. And you can only, like, you can't, you can't make other people do things. You can only do like you, you only have control of, of your own actions. Um, and it might make you feel a certain way, but, um, you know, either address it with words like you using, you know, verbal communication or, or ignore it. Contrary to that. One thing we're working on with our six year old is <laughs> be, <laughs> is being appreciative for the things that you have. Cause uh, right now we're working oh, on shit. <laughs> yeah of like oh it's, it's it's what I wanted but it's not everything I wanted 
It's like, oh, well, we talked the, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's like, focus on the good things. Like, focus on the fact that you got to, you know, you got to go out to a restaurant, for example, but that restaurant didn't have a grilled cheese sandwich, but I, I really wanted a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Well, you got a cheeseburger instead. So be appreciative of you little shit. Um, <laughs> Dane, your kid's a little bit older than ours. Uh, does, when, does, has that yeah, gone did away? Did you go yet? through that? Um, a little bit, but not terrible because. So it's He's just a child. So he doesn't have the like, see other people get gifts. Jealousy occurs. Um, his cousins have parties and like they, he gets like the little, you know, everyone gets a goodie bag. Yeah. The little like goodie party. bag thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he's chill with that. Um, but there hasn't been a ton of that, but he definitely like wants to collect stuff. And I, I think saying no and being firm is helpful. Well, to the three three of you who do have children, would you? How would you feel uh, if there was someone in your life who was kind of, you know, buying really you know, extravagant things for your kids, uh, you know, and and you're, you know, giving them, I mean, as much as you can, but you I know, mean, it can't com- compete with like a trip to Disneyland or whatever Taylor Swift so tickets or something as as a parent that that would be a challenge and I'd feel like relatively inadequate however our neighbors they have somebody in their life that that does take them on trips and does do extravagant things for him because he doesn't have kids and he's he's not a part of their family but he's an adopted part of their family so like he'll take them to Australia just because and it's like oh we know that that's coming and he expects nothing in return outside of that relationship so i i they're okay with it i think it would I take a, i think it would take some getting used to yeah i have an uncle that that has that relationship with a family in mexico that he was close with um in in mazatlan and he helped he doesn't have kids and he helped pay for some of their schooling and and stuff so there's that 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 kind of relationship exists i think in a really um earnest platonic like like genuine kind of way um but yeah as a as a <clears throat> parent I, I i can definitely see how that would make one that would make me feel inadequate certainly um and and actually I, i'm currently in a situation that is not nearly as extravagant but um one of the languages of love that my in-laws have is gift giving and it's not like super super nice and stuff but it's um a lot like quantitatively a lot they get a lot they give a lot of gifts during christmas and birthdays and stuff and my family didn't give a ton of gifts we gave gifts but not like heaps and heaps (laughs) and so i do sort of feel not necessarily inadequate but um a little uncomfortable by the level of gifting that i receive um, <clears throat> but I just sort of grin and bear it because I know that is their, their way of showing love. So I don't know, but I yeah, get it. Per- I get the discomfort that can come with it for a period of time. My parents would do the uh, same. Like they, <clears throat> they don't give like large expensive gifts, but like every single opportunity there is to have like a little gift basket or something. There's a gift basket that shows up and it's usually like little things that keep accumulating 
and we did finally have the conversation this year. Like, what do the girls want for Christmas? And we said, you know, they're very, we're, we're very blessed to be surrounded by the people that we do, but we have too much stuff. So let's focus on, you know, books, clothes, because like Rona has hand-me-downs from Margo. It's like, I don't want my kid to always be stuck in hand-me-downs. Like, focus on those things. But, See, and I just think everyone should have 3D printers in their lives so that people don't need to give them <laughs> gifts. They can just make their own stuff. You choose your own I see. adventure. <laughs> I see. So you're saying if you're going to be extravagant with gift giving, give them that and they can have whatever they want. Exactly. If you're going to be buying a bunch of plastic shit anyway, you may as well make it yourself. <laughs> That's right. This is, this is, um, I'm on board with that. I think you give them one gift and you never need to give them another gift. And they just thinking... fill the house with plastic crap. What is, uh, <laughs> wait, so who has a, who has a 3d printer here? Just Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, how many work. how many do you have? Uh, set up right now, two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you have to do any sort of a qualitative qualifier? There are four in the house. Only two are set up right now. Uh, well, actually, um, do you mean how many uh, do I have in transit, or yeah, how many have I, I ordered? Did not buy one because Black week. Friday did just happen. <laughs> so. Did not buy one this weekend. So, Were you tempted to buy one oh, this yes, weekend? Yes, I was tempted to buy one this weekend. Do you have a resin printer yet? Yeah, I have two resin printers and two FDM printers. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, not to get like too in the weeds or too technical on this, but like, what is the difference between the two that you currently have? Uh, build so, like why? Why do you have two? Uh, one can build really, really big things out of melted plastic but at kind of a low resolution. So you kind of see some lines to it and one can build uh, really, really fine things, but on sm- like a smaller scale. I can't build as big uh, thing. One is for miniatures. One is for interesting terrain. for terrain. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe Jessica, um, you should ask for a 3d printer from your rich brother-in-law. Yeah. And then, but, and then uh, it say, sounds like the consensus is to kind of uh, sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's bothering you, talk, or or yeah, like, or or just have a conversation. Be like, "Hey, can you just dial it back, bruh?" Mm-hmm. I would I would not lead off by saying, "Can you dial it back?" I would say, "What is your? Why are you doing this?" And get a feel for it before you just say, "Stop doing this," because you might if you can get a, a spotlight their feelings. on them. You yeah. don't even well, have to I mean, like be, make it aggressive. You could say, "Hey, listen, like obviously, you know." We don't have as much as you do, so I, I feel bad or guilty or whatever, however you feel that uh, you're giving y- you're giving us way more than what we're giving you. And then, you know, he might say, oh, well, I want to or it makes me happy or, what you know, whatever. No, Dane, back like, me up here. Just start off with saying, listen, dick bag. And then <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's say, you're say, you're say your piece. job and give better gifts and then you feel more equal. <laughs> that's actually the best yeah uh show up i jessica why don't you show up for your kids no th- that's not that's not the final message that i want this is how i hold <laughs> dominion over you uh, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to big dick yeah, that, no. With, uh, <laughs> no. um so jessica i hope that helped uh, <laughs>
Um, I don't know if, uh, Dane, uh, Ryan, if you have listened to the uh, podcast at all, but uh, if you have, you know that our transitions are top tier. Um, and so we usually end with a, with like a, well, well see you later, Jessica. And then we move on to the next subject. Good luck, even though we never really answered your question. See you later. <laughs> yeah, we talked about 3D printers instead. See y'all. <laughs> Our next question comes to us from Kyle in Billings, Montana. Kyle writes, you're probably all aware of the debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. It is, in my opinion. What are some of your favorite non-Christmassy Christmas movies? I mean, Die Hard's up I there. open the floor. Die Hard is uh, up there because Die Hard is 100% a Christmas movie. Anyone who says otherwise is wrong. It's about a man trying to reconnect with his ex-wife at Christmas and terrorists just happen to intervene. Is it? Uh, uh, it's such a beautiful movie. It really is. It's so good. But is it during, is it Christmas or is it New Year's? It's, it's Christmas. 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 It's Christmas Eve party. Office party. Who, who has an office party on Christmas That's Eve? That's my though? question. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of <laughs> a maniac? You know what? I know Nagatomi. Uh, he deserved to be shot. Who has a Christmas Bosses party? Bosses that wanted to gauge the, uh, the engagement of their employees and how dedicated they are to their jobs. Yeah, the no, other- that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. I will say because uh, my wife is not here right now as part of this conversation and because this question came up, uh, the movie has to be presented. Gremlins. She. I would, that was going to be mine, was Gremlins. Oh, yeah, I just ruined it for Matt. But yes, Gremlins is 100% a Christmas movie. Is it really? Yeah. Absolutely. It, yeah, that's what... That's when he gets. That's when he gets Mogwai. Is on Christmas. His dad got it for him for Christmas. Yeah, Gizmo, Gizmo's an early Christmas gift. Oh, guys, I haven't seen that in I want to say twenty five years. <laughs> it holds up. Um, it's also um, uh, that, that, like <laughs> what? It holds up. <laughs> I was. Saying that it holds up means that it was at any point like a really good movie. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It holds up at least to what it was when it was released. No, it's 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 a a good movie. movie. Like by saying it's good doesn't mean it has to be like Oscar bait or anything. It's a good movie. Ryan, aren't you you the one that says, "Well, it's just dumb fun"? Dumb dumb fun can be. I think it. Good movie can just be it's good and enjoyable. There is also uh, in the movie that like really messed up uh, 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 monologue from Phoebe Cates where she talks about her dad coming down the chimney of Santa and dying in the chimney. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that from is that from uh, Gremlins? Yeah, it's where they're like they're sitting by the fire, aren't they? Yeah. And she's like, I've always hated Christmas. And then she tells, goes on this like long story about why she doesn't Yikes. like Christmas. <laughs> um, um, did you guys see that that Key and Peele sketch of uh, the the um, writers' two. room of Gremlins Two? If you yeah. haven't, seek it out. It is so funny. I I've, I've watched that multiple times, and I just get a stomachache laughing because it's. I have dumb. I have heard stories about people involved in Gremlins Two, and that sketch is pretty accurate of how oh i don't i don't doubt that for a second i'll jump in and say batman returns is an excellent christmas movie Uh, yep 
That is a very yeah. No, nightmare. Uh, if you're looking Christmas. for like non. Yeah. Christmas yeah, movie? yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it fits. No, it is. Okay. It is a Christmas. But most of the plot happens during Christmas. True. Although he discovers Christmas and then realizes he liked Halloween the whole time. So I don't know. Hot take would be Babes in Toyland. Keanu Reeves is that an explicitly Christmas movie? Or no, it's it's a like it's a not Christmas Christmas. It's Keanu Reeves and Drew Barrymore, right? Like he's driving during Christmas and gets he gets in a, a crash in his Jeep and he's in a coma or whatever. And that's when they go to the Toyland. I can't say that I've seen that. I know I have seen recently. It, I don't really remember it. Yeah, I mean, I I remember ish it. What about, Dane, what about do you have uh, any non Christmassy Christmas movies? Die Hard's the only one that I really know. Although I did just Google a quick list of them, and none of them are like they're all pretty far out there. It's a stretch to make them Christmas movies. So like Catch Me um, If You Can. Catch me if you can. I yeah, because a fun um, one. He calls like one of the, the FBI guys on Christmas. Oh, on Christmas, year. right? Because he doesn't have any yeah. anyone else to call. Um, what about Trading uh, Places? Is a fun one that takes place during Christmas. Um, while you were sleeping, I, I think it is sort of a Christmas m- movie, but it's not about like it happens during Christmas and like the plot revolves sort of around christmas but it's not about christmas but that's a great that's a great romantic comedy uh i i think that stands up sandra bullock top tier if you have all your family together and are looking for somebody to watch on christmas eyes wide shut uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking at a list here it's it's bang bang is that a christmas oh yeah is that christmas it takes Wait. place in Los Angeles or, around uh, Christmas. Uh, Lethal no, I mean, it is a great movie. Take place on Christmas. It takes place around Christmas. Uh, and I do remember Val Kilmer talking about getting his gun as a Christmas gift from his mother. And this list also, keeping with Robert Downey Jr., said, uh, puts Iron Man three as a non-Christmas say. Christmas movie. What I would say, I, saw I don't. It might be, but it's also just a terrible movie. I don't remember much about that one. Um, then you are better off than most. What about what about like actual Christmas movies? Do you guys have actual Christmas movies that I knew you'd want to segue into that? <laughs> you squishy son of a number bitch. one, number one Christmas movie of all time, hands down, Die Hard excluded, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, oh it is a really good one. Actually, also the uh, the um, Muppets. Um, there's another Muppets Christmas one that's that's also really good. That's like <clears throat> everyone goes to it. Oh, what is that called? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Christmas Christmas the Muppet Christmas Family Christmas. Christmas. That's what it is. Oh, Christmas! Story. I that's a Christmas story. Did you watch the new one yet? I've not seen the new one. I agree with Dane. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie. I watched that one the most. That one and while you were sleeping the most with my family. Um, I was also thinking about uh, like movies that kind of feel Christmassy because they take place in like wintry, snowy sort of 
uh if if you're looking for a kind of non-christmasy things like there's the shining the shining or, i was gonna say or the thing Surprise, uh, are like good, good like winter time kind of movies <laughs> or fargo so just movies that takes place with snow around them yeah sure. yeah there was an there was an x-files episode that was similar to the thing not the thing yeah the thing and uh and it was also that was a good episode, as I recall. I think for for me, my my all I, I watch it every single year is the Family Stone. It's a I find it to be a very good holiday movie to watch. But we watched one uh, at the beginning of the year. Or at, we watched one at Christmas last year. <clears throat> it's called Jingle Jangle. And it's a Christmas musical um, has Forrest Whitaker in it. Uh, who did the music? Either way, the music in it is is fantastic. But it, he's an he's a toy maker that um, oh. is kind of like not washed up, but uh, has has peel in it. No key or peel, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic Christmas movie slash musical. Um, Matt, I, you're I also really into. Really... Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say Love Actually. I I watched a fair amount with Anna. Uh, during Christmas because it's I think it's a really good holiday movie and it's English like they're fun <laughs> yeah uh, Matt I was going to say you're really into Hallmark movies any specific Hallmark Christmas movies you have to recommend what new ones are coming out this year I'm so glad you asked Brandon uh, keep an eye out for the high powered business executive that gets put on leave to go to town only to fall in love with the person that's there to buy their pretzel factory or something along those classic lines. classic they're they're all the same movie they <laughs> just make me happy inside have you seen the rachel dretch uh parody of those came out i think it was last year and i cannot remember i saw i i saw that that was a, that was a very very fun movie yeah, I haven't seen it. Rachel Dredge, that's uh, that's Debbie Downer, right? Yeah. Womp, womp. Yeah. And it was on a gas tire. With mm-hmm. her. Um, She's funny. So, Kyle, hopefully uh, you can watch some of those movies on our uh, on our list. Why don't uh, why don't we oh, take one Fucking of those movies that we watched and uh, take a quick little break to enjoy it uh, or whatever? You just hear the gears shifting. <laughs> yeah, uh, use the clutch. <laughs> All right, welcome back. We are going into our lightning round phase of the episode. We're going to go around. Good dish. We're going to ask each of us three questions. We're going to spend one to two minutes, oftentimes longer. Um, But we'll start with Ryan. Ryan, what is your favorite family Christmas tradition? Oh, I feel triggered. Uh, we have a Christmas tradition <laughs> that I hate. Uh, every year we come with a theme for Christmas Eve. 
Uh, and every year I just say, can we just do Christmas? So, uh, yeah, that's my least favorite uh, Christmas tradition. Uh, my most favorite Christmas tradition is probably our ugly gift exchange. My brother and my cousin, we all find the ugliest thing we can at secondhand stores. It has to be store. It has to be, like, uh, manufactured, not something handmade. Uh, and we give them as a gift exchange. And then at the end, we try to hide the ugly item in my mother's house. <laughs> nice. I like that last uh, that well last played. bit. That's nice. <laughs> I also like that you... inside the the decorations, so she doesn't notice it until she's taking down all of her Christmas decorations. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, that's good. I also like that you that you morphed the uh, lightning round question to the your least favorite oh, and it. your I favorite. What uh, what are, do you have some examples of things that you've hidden? So we did. So, uh, uh, the, uh, we got. We had this cross made of seashells. It was just like a crucifix made of seashells. That was really hideous. Um, my sister in law a few years ago found this statue from. It must have been the early 1980s uh, of a dog doctor, and one of the books just said AIDS. <laughs> it said what? Uh, AIDS. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's early 1980s, like before the AIDS crisis. Started. Um, uh, there was a porky, like this, like weird porcupine thing made out of pine cones that got hidden somewhere in the house. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's always there's always the fear that we're gonna find something that is religious in nature and it'll offend somebody. Because there's a lot of ugly religious stuff when you go to Salvation Army. Has she, did, did she say anything to you about it? Or, uh, uh, she she doesn't. It? My father says that it's written into the will that me and my brother must care for all of these things for the rest of our lives in order to get our inheritance. Luckily, the inheritance is not very much, so I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> so so she, she keeps them? She doesn't? Throw them yeah, away as ammunition for later dad, in life. She's like, well, if she's, kids. if she's saying they have to keep them for their entire lives to get the inheritance, she's clearly attaching part of her soul into each one so she can monitor oh, her children. What are those called? Holcrux, yeah. yeah. Isn't that how Annabelle started? Yeah, you're going to have Damn. a dog doctor with an AIDS textbook uh, haunting <laughs> your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly, not my baby boy. <laughs> Dane, uh, what's a favorite family Christmas tradition? Um, getting all the boys uh, matching pajamas. Oh, nice. Candace and Adrian always coordinate that, and they buy matching pajamas for the boys, and they do Christmas morning all pajama does. Wait, so so do they do they get the pajamas as, whatever's on sale as presents or no i know but but do they get but they get them as uh gifts beforehand in order to wear on christmas morning yeah nice yeah it's like you like here's your christmas room at night present. and present them into it like while they're sleeping you put it on them and they wake up it's like oh what did Santa wow, do this Santa, what a crazy weirdo <laughs> <laughs> no that's really bizarre <laughs> <laughs> i mean like I don't have kids, so I don't. My know. kid has slept through some crazy shit uh, 
Like you'll go in there and they'll have screamed or something and they're completely asleep still and be like, do you remember like yelling significantly yeah. last night? They're like, no, I had a great night. I slept well. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I, I've had the same conversation. I was like, just the other night, Oscar, I was like, I was like, buddy, you were whimpering and saying no, no, no. And like, are you all right? And he's like, I slept good. I was like, okay. I'm glad yeah, one, of our, one of our teachers at daycare her son has night terrors and Oof. they'll go on for like hours at a time and he wakes up the next day being like oh why are you so tired mom it's like because you were a demon, you like, were oh, well, a demon. Hmm. <laughs> I slept yeah slept like a rock well that's good I'm glad that I slept like the dead person that possessed my body yeah. <laughs> Brandon Give us, uh, give us your favorite family tradition. Um, and my parents on Christmas morning, we always have uh, pudding and biscuits, which is like a chocolate gravy with biscuits. So, do you remember how one of the previous episodes you made fun of the English for calling everything pudding, and how they all oh. called us? I think, I think the quote was. Uh, buck tooth cousin fuckers. Oh, I don't know why we have to read that <laughs> on the Christmas, on the Christmas episode of all things. <laughs> we did make fun of them for calling everything pudding, but uh, <laughs> and yes, I uh, may have called them uh, what you just said, but uh, yeah, we, we do have uh, yeah, chocolate your favorite? And, and biscuits. <laughs> biscuits it's, digestive it's biscuits. my, my favorite on christmas day <laughs> it is <laughs> oh that boy what day is it it's christmas day <laughs> hollywood is gonna come and mess you up <laughs> oh shit oh, the sandy oregon <laughs> oh jake <laughs> what she what she got for us um my uh mom makes a really delicious cranberry bread and we have cranberry bread with um with like a a smear of cream cheese on it on christmas morning and it's our breakfast usually and it's really yummy that's one of my favorite christmas traditions nice so it's not that german bread you were talking about earlier no although i really like getting stolen also (laughs) (laughs) matt do you have a favorite family christmas tradition uh, our, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's a newer one, but, um, we have adopted making enchiladas for dinner versus like a traditional Christmas ham or anything. We have taken it from my, my, my dad's mom that used to make them as a special treat kind of thing. And we just do it on, we actually did it for Thanksgiving this year and we'll probably do it for Christmas as well. So yeah. Holiday enchiladas. <laughs> but we've also That's determined that well, they're also you can do like red green chilies lasagna. And, yeah yeah that is true you yeah are they're also built untraditionally they're not rolled they're stacked like up um inch so. lasagna Inchilas, yeah inch lasagna that's yeah. that's the that's the combination that we've been missing yeah i make inch lasagna all the time because i'm too lazy to roll inch lasagna and that wasn't offensive that was cultural (laughs) (laughs) all right next question uh ryan 
eggnog or apple cider or something else favorite holiday drink can i put booze in any of this yeah so uh then i'm gonna say all of the above hot buttered rum yes please hot toddies yes please Mm -hmm. uh uh eggnog with oh glutamine glutamine i love me some glow wine got a bottle upstairs right now actually uh yeah hot christmas drinks 100 percent down to clown Always. oh yeah did you, did you already see mold wine oh mold, like well glutamine oh is that the same thing yeah, yeah. Same, same kind of thing yeah yeah if it's hot if it's alcohol if it's christmas i'm there perfect nice good answer you passed Dane? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ryan because I am all about all those beverages also. Well, now, wait. Okay, so you guys both, so you both said hot, <clears throat> hot toddy-like beverages. What alcohols go best in hot beverages? Ooh, what Everclear. is the best base? No, raw. Malibu rum. <laughs> Malibu <laughs> rum. I, see, I think there's no one best. Um, I think bourbon is a close best. Because of the vanilla, I think be your, yeah. Because of the sort of best. Uh, but I think that there's also there's also a case made for tequila in in some tequila. In some. Really, I don't I know think, that I would have thought that. I think tequila and eggnog go really well it's together. Really, it's pretty, it's pretty approachable base. That little bit of smokiness you get. I, I, I'm not a huge tequila fan, but a little bit of smoky you get in tequila. Is really good in in eggnog. Huh. Well, I'll have to try it. I just got some oat eggnog, oat oat milk eggnog from the store. Looking forward to trying. Because I can't do I can't do no. It's not like that. I my my gut. Oh, it's like that for me. Yeah. Your tummy. It hurts. My tum tum. <laughs> though. I think the only thing you can't do in a hot a hot Christmas beverage is gin. I'm trying to think. Like, I can't think of a hot. Well, but gin. gin has all those Christmassy flavors in it, though. But hot gin seems like a pretty disgusting. Yeah, hot gin does sound really terrible, doesn't it? What about like blue curacao or something? Like, <laughs> so I just eggnog and blue curacao. Gin. I just made a gin, Ryan. That might that might be really good in eggnog. Okay. Um, so, Adrian's mom brought me some juniper berries from Arizona. And I've been infusing those in a bottle of gin for about three months. And I took the Ooh. first shot of it yesterday to like see, well, how is this turning out? And it's like really smoky flavored. Ooh, so, that sounds nice. Wait, what kind of gin did you did you use your as your base? I used New Amsterdam because I had no idea. How- like, it's my daily my daily drinker. Like it's yeah. fine. No what uh problems. how many how many juniper berries did you did you well first did you do anything to the juniper berries before you put them in and then nope, how many like what's the quantity uh, okay. put them in i think i put two ounces in all right nice. and they've just been stewing and it it looks dark like whiskey now oh interesting uh, there was that company that was doing a a dark gin uh for a while that was really yummy that was like an oregon uh distiller um uh thompson thomas something like that there was the ryan i got i got it for you once it was the gompiers gin it was yeah. like yellow yep love that stuff oh 
they're out of Portland, but they don't do. There's one thing about it they don't. I think it's the juniper berries that they don't do, or something along those lines. Yeah, they're they're a very botanical forward gin. Is there like a a pink gin? Is that a thing? Rogue has a pink gin. It's a gin aged in Chardonnay barrels. Mm. Ooh. I have a a gin that's up on my bar right now. There's a gin that's blue out of Vancouver that when you mix it with stuff, it turns pink. It's called Empress. Empress. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's made. It's so it's made and it used to be illegal, but it's made. uh, It's purple because it's made with uh, blueberry leaves and it used to be illegal to distill with them for for some reason. Uh, But when you change the pH in it, it turns pink. So if you add lemon or anything like that, it's pretty cool. Fun yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't do anything like on the palate for it, but it is a very cool. It is a very cool. Yeah, drink, but yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these drinks, it's so important how they glass and and how they uh, how wow, they end up looking. Douchiest thing said tonight. Oh yeah, what an <laughs> asshole. Well, I was. You know what? Is that even a thing? Because I I was about to say plate, but it's not plate, and that's a have you watched thing to say, the but that's what series with... about like the next drink master? Yeah, Ugh, it's no, not that bullshit. Yeah. It's pretty fun though. It well, what about I've, and I've definitely done this, but have you guys ever uh, like like lit a um, a cinnamon stick on fire and tip a glass over on it to like get the essence of like the the smoked cinnamon? Oh, it's a such smoked, a douchey thing to do, but it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun to do. Or like, what about what about when they use like um, like a rosemary like twig and just sort of like brush it around the the uh, the edge of the glass? Uh, that that makes me laugh. Brandon. Where do you stand on this question? I will say I used to really like eggnog. And then I had some, I think, last year. And I just, I wasn't feeling it. So I think I've fallen out of love with eggnog. And I would lean apple cider. Nice. Jake? I like tasting eggnog every year, but not like having lots of it i like to taste it and be like oh yeah that's eggnog <laughs> don't have to have that for another 365 days um so but i could have apple cider a lot now i generally don't get down with alcohol in hot beverages i appreciate the smell very much so and i w- used to work in a restaurant that during the holiday time it was mulled wine there was a recipe for it and we would <clears throat> we would steam it in the coffee like the the steamer for the espresso machine, we would like heat it up that way. So I made a bunch of them and they smelled delicious, but I never really cared for the taste. That was at least for malt wine. I think I've had hot buttered rum a number of times, but yeah, I, I, I mostly just enjoy, um, hot cider. And if you get an orange and put a like prick it with cloves, uh, we've done that at the, at the, at the, uh, Trumbull house. Trumbull house. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just like have it sit because it makes like the, makes the uh, kitchen smell nice. Um, and yeah, hot cider, but I, I don't, I generally I'm okay without putting alcohol in it. Yeah. For me, I'm, uh, I'm good with all of, all of them, except I just, I really can't do mold wine. It kind of disgusts me. Is there a particular because because mulled wine has a couple of ingredients that you don't find elsewhere often. Is there I a particular ingredient that you don't get down with? Yeah, cloves. I don't do cloves. Oh, OK, uh, they're just a no go for me. Just kind of. Um, <laughs> but outside of, you know, outside of that, most hot beverages. 
I'm down like a clown. So there we go. All right. All right. Cir- circling back. Third and final question. Ryan, what is your holiday guilty pleasure? Uh, I don't have one. I don't do anything during the holidays that I don't do year round. Um, yeah, I don't have children. So I all my time is for myself. So if I want to do something, I just do it. I don't buy special things around the holidays because, again, don't have children. So don't have any other like additional financial obligations. So I just if I want to buy stuff, I just buy stuff like this huh. week. I bought a whole lot of miniatures. Um you don't even yeah. get a nice little Christmas hat for Apollo and, and Boomer? No, no, no. We took Boomer to see Santa once, uh, and Santa had knuckle tats, so we're good. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I don't really have a, a guilty pleasure uh, that okay, I only do around the holidays. Fair. That's fair. Live your best life year-round. The closest thing might be eating pumpkin pie just because it's not really available outside right. around the holidays. But yeah, yeah. if it were, Hang I would be too. eating it constantly. Right. I mean, with the with the last question, uh, hot, hot, uh, uh, boozy eggnog. You can't get that in July. Are I you sure? I mean, you sure wouldn't want to do it in July. Could you imagine? Just oh, a hot, a hot eggnog joy. with like whiskey in it. You're like, oh, God. At the all-inclusive pool in Mexico. 95 degrees. Mm. Ole. I think it's probably eating pumpkin pie with abandon. Um, literally this week, I was with on abandon. vacation. I went to Costco with the only intention of buying a pumpkin pie to eat every fucking day on vacation. And I did. Good Finished man. that pie this morning. I saw I saw a lady that was sitting at the Costco like cafeteria and she had bought a pumpkin pie and just sat at the table there and started eating it. Just started eating it. Incredible. Like that didn't even get a didn't get a hot dog, didn't get a pizza. She just like bloop, I know what I'm here for, and just uh, like walked up. I need a fork. That's it. Just give me a fork. Oh, those Costco are are not small either. No, they're huge. (laughs) <laughs> they thick are they good is the costco pumpkin pie any good it is your standard pumpkin pie it's not bad um it's yeah it's kind of a good control pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie. <laughs> <Control>. <laughs> uh, uh, uh i i believe that the right choice for making a pumpkin pie at home is finding a pumpkin pie recipe that calls for uh pumpkin puree and substituting that with pumpkin pie puree and follow the rest of the recipe because no pumpkin pie has enough spices in it ever. Hmm. God, Jacob's confused. You, you substitute the pure pumpkin puree without spices with yeah. pumpkin pie puree and add all the spices in as if you ignoring that you have spices already in the, in the, Oh, oh, I see. I was thinking of it the opposite. Okay, got it. It is. kicks you right in the face with uh, with flavor. Nice. I do, right, I do put that. in the girls. Uh, so I buy all the flavor god spices, and they he has a pumpkin pie one, and I put it in the in the uh, pancake batter. Now wait Great. a second. 
That's the second time or the third time that you've talked about that company. I need you to get on the phone with them and sponsor one of these goddamn episodes. They're great. They don't add any other. They don't add any salt in their sweeteners at all. It's just agave, which is theirs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dane, you said pumpkin pie as well. Brandon, it's your holiday guilty um, pleasure. I was trying to think about this and something that like I feel or what should make me feel kind of guilty about around the holidays. Uh, and, you know, like Ryan, I don't have children, so I don't have, you know, you know, I, I'm not beholden to that. So I would say probably my biggest holiday guilty pleasure would be uh, at work, being able to slack off more around the holidays because a lot of people are doing either the same thing or they're not working or they're off work. So being able to kind of, yeah, take it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Not be super on. Yep. Sail away. (laughs) Jake. I have Anna pull my hair. That's that's my guilty pleasure. No. Um, uh, But only during the holidays. Yeah, I know. All two of them. Uh, No. Um, Yeah, I don't know, actually. I I don't know that I have um, a guilty pleasure during the holidays. I think probably the the closest thing is um, I typically imbibe more. Um, certainly the last couple of years, cause I, I haven't been drinking near, near as much, but for instance, tonight I'm having Negroni, which is really fun. Um, and this last, uh, couple of weeks seeing family, um, I've been having more drinks. So I guess that's, I don't know. That's a guilty pleasure. It's just that I don't do it as often as I do. Uh, or, I, or rather I don't, I don't drink as often as I do during the sort of holiday gathering family gathering times. Or do you drink more because family is around? Yep. <laughs> that one. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> what about you, Matthew? Um, I actually buy the peppermint mocha creamer to put into my coffee. <laughs> I fucking love this shit. <laughs> I, I love it. They I was seeking that out year round for Anna the last couple of years. We were like, they, uh, they call it peppermint mocha during the on season and the off season, they call it something else. Uh, and you can only find it some places, but I was seeking it out because Anna was I like, did have a peppermint oh, frosty that today day. and that was pretty good. A peppermint Wait, from frosty? like Wendy's? Yeah. That sounds wonderful. They have, they have peppermint frosties? They do. Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> did you? Wait, wait. Well, do you, I mean, do you take the, the mentality, like do you dip your fries and everything in it? No. Okay. He's not a so like, that might, that'd make your fries kind of taste weird, wouldn't it? But I, yeah, just ate it normally. <laughs> what, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for our lightning round questions. Gadoosh. So thank you all for listening. A special thanks to uh, Dane and Ryan for joining us on this special Christmas Yay. episode. Uh, and also a happy birthday to very special listeners, Chris Wilhelmy and my lovely wife, Krisha. And who could forget the big man himself, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <laughs> Special thanks to 
Jessica and Kyle for this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Sailing into the new year. Dane Ryan, thanks for joining us. Hi, y'all. Thanks, guys.